Vault Studio, this is the NFL Podcast, proudly presented by U.S. Sports Media. Here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to the Vault Studio's NFL Podcast. I'm your host, James Arthur, and joining me back in the studio, back in the seat, my mate Richard Garraway. How are you, buddy? Good, mate. Twice in nearly two weeks. I know. I am very excited. First podcast back since I think... Was it uh, previewing the draft? Might have been draft preview. Or was it free agent wrap free up? Agent something wrap like up, that. Maybe it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, um, I tend not to like to come into the dead times. No, you like to come in when it's starting to build I, up. I struggle when there's nothing to talk about. Yes, but uh, our good friend Dan is uh, holidaying with, with another friend of ours, Brock, mm. and Brick. getting some uh, Brick. getting some sunshine. Brick Wellington. So I thought I'd come in and uh, help uh, help cover the shift. Yes, exactly, and I think your coaching has ended. You were coaching has, the yes. Croydon Rangers women's team. Uh, yes. Uh, unfortunately lost in the grand final on the weekend, which was very disappointing. But it was unfortunate. That's life. You can't win them all. You did win it last year, undefeated. So, um, look, it was tough, but that happens sometimes. I think uh, all the girls are pretty happy with their season. They probably should be. Uh, but it's good to have you back. You've cleared some space and you're, you're back on board now. So happy to have you back in the studio, mate. Um We'll get straight into the newsroom. Sounds it's good. time to go into the newsroom on the Vault NFL Podcast. The first topic's an interesting one. This is something that myself and Dan discussed a few weeks ago, how Eric Reid, um, a very good safety for the 49ers, just finished his rookie deal there, hasn't been signed yet. Um, it's been no secret that he's under the same opinion as Colin Kaepernick and doesn't, uh, you know, has shown... You know, he takes the knee, all that sort of stuff. He's been a very, uh, a big, big protester of all that stuff. I'm not going to get into what it is because if you want to know, you can read that. I'm not going to get involved in it. Uh, he's still unsigned and he's filed a grievance with the NFL. The NFL PA filed the grievance for him today um, for basically, for short of a better better term, blackballing him. Um, same as Colin Kaepernick. This is a nasty one. Yeah, that, and the hardest thing here is you've got to prove it. Which is really, really hard. Like, there's not going to be an email from Jerry Jones to all the other owners saying, "Hey, don't sign this guy." Yeah. There's not going to be a smoking gun on this. No. But apparently, a part of it was, you know, a club said, "Oh, we're thinking about signing you." The are Bengals. You, are you still planning on taking a knee? Is yep. it confirmed it was? Cincinnati? It was the Bengals. Well, it's the only team he's interviewed with. No, but apparently, a like. They've reached out to agent, his agent and things oh, like that. Oh, well, I, that I know he went, he went to Cincinnati and everyone thought, okay, he's visiting, he's leaving with a contract. It's day 15 of free agency. Uh, a lot, most, most, most experts had him in their top 25 free agents. So He's a starting safety. He is a the, very, very yeah. good safety. He was a first-round pick. Uh, he's a very good player. And it is 100%. Teams just don't want to sign him because they're not interested in what his views are. And I just think it's incredibly unfair. I, I want Tampa to sign him. What, what do we need? We need help um, in the back end. Cowboys sign him, I would be incredibly uh, happy with it. I wouldn't care if he need for an entire game. Like, couldn't give two hoots. He's a good than, football player. Better than Chris Conti. If, oh. if he went on the field and kneeled for an entire game, he'd probably still make more plays than Chris Conti. I, I still... My skin crawls when I think of Chris Conti. Just, just Think of how many games he's cost you over the years. Just infuriating. Anyway, uh, we'll move on. Redskins cheerleaders. This one's, it's a little eerie and I don't want to go too in-depth in it, but they're basically an article's come out of them describing a 
topless photo shoot and a pretty uneasy night out where, without going in too deep, they felt they were getting shopped by the Washington Redskins to these rich investors. Well, they're basically uh, suite holders or season ticket holders, things. Now, and when they say topless, it was body paint and things like that. It was for their calendar. Yeah, they felt they very, they said year. they felt very uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, they were to be, um, and they used the word escort, but an escort to us means something yeah, else, it obviously. Yeah, it's different in America. But it was just that, you know, they would so hang to go out there. with them when they went to dinner and things yeah. like that. Be their dates for the night without anything else, but they're feeling like there was maybe, be, maybe it was expected that more was going to come of it. Yeah, and these, um, I think it's basically been reported that they were FedEx suite mm. holders, so yeah. I presume they're FedEx employees. Um, and it was a bit and, and they were sitting around watching the shoot and things like that. It's just, Washington, it's, it's kind of gross. Yeah, and the only thing I'm going to say, I'm not, I'm not defending the suite. I'm not saying that they're wrong, the women are wrong. I'm not saying that in any way. There was a couple of lines in there that was, we felt like we had to do this. We felt like we had to do that. You're an adult and the, you know, women have as much rights as men. So if you don't want to do something, don't do it. But I can understand the position they were put in and just the fact that they were put in that position, it's it's pretty poor form by Washington. It's also hard to say no when you've had your passport taken off you. Yeah. Now, for security reasons, and I did little air quotes when I said that. Pretty bad, yeah. It's... The whole thing's just gross. And and this didn't happen that long ago either. It's not like it's happened four years ago and now they're bringing it up. It's nothing like that. This is... It's pretty bad. It's it's a really bad look for Washington. Not enough of it's come of it, in my opinion. The the story was released. It was... The other thing about... Do you know what they get paid? Not much. It's nothing. Yeah. They get a pitiful amount. I, I, don't, I don't understand what the draw is to do this job. Like, what do you... Dance, in all seriousness... Dance, I don't know. What do you need cheerleaders for in the NFL? For men to look at. 100% what it's for. Yeah. So, what the hell do we need them for? Have yep. we come far enough? Or pay him properly. Yeah, treat him like an actual employee. Like, yeah. it was only... They're, they're, not, they're not even on four-year contracts. They just no, literally signed for the season. Then but at go. least now they're employees. Yeah, they were They just, were contractors yeah. up until a couple of years ago. Yeah, as I said, the whole thing's gross. They're there to pump up the crowd and all that sort of stuff. They do, You know, you see them at college games, they pump it up. But college is different because at least they're a student. That's true, and yeah, they're probably on the true. gym team and that yeah. sort of stuff. Like, well, at least just, there's something think, to it. Was it the Buffalo Bills that just hired two male cheerleaders? Probably. I think it was the Buffalo I Bills. There, there was a team. That, it might not have been NFL, but there was a, a team that just hired two male cheerleaders. Which, hey, by all means, I've got no issue with that. Um, I, I think they're probably the most unnecessary thing in football. <sighs> like, if they left tomorrow, is it going to change your opinion of football? No. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't give two hoots. No, not at all. Yeah, and th- just the whole story there. It's a bit. It's a bit off. Washington. They don't have a great look and a great. Yeah, change your team name. Yeah, and treat your cheerleaders like, better. To us, it doesn't offend us their ch- team name, but I can understand how it offends people because it'd be like having a team called the Washington N words. I think we all know what that word is. Well, my favorite, well, not my favorite, but the example I always give was: imagine there was a team called the Canberra because it's the na- it's the capital mm. called the 
um, Canberra Abos. Yeah. That's basically what it yeah. is. It's disgusting. Yeah, no one would stand for that here. No. They're, they're and they shouldn't, be right. they shouldn't there either. No, absolutely. Um, Cliff Averill cut by the Seahawks after failing a physical. This one, it's, it's a sad one. He has been a very good player for them. Started off as a Detroit Lion. He has some serious issues. I don't think we'll see him in the NFL again. I think I don't see a team taking a chance. He was an outstanding player during their Super Bowl win. Um, he was part of that Legion of Boom defense where, you know, you had that dominant front with Bennett and Averill. And I think it's just kind of the last little piece left, you know, other than Earl Thomas, but kind of the last little piece left of that dominant defense. And, you know, it's sad to see a guy who can't play anymore because of injuries. Yeah, it's always so hard when they fail They fail their physical. It's kind of like, well, if you came back tomorrow, would you pass? Like, What's in a physical? What do you do? Well, football stuff. Like? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's my point. I guarantee like, you, I, I, all I know is that I would fail it. I just feel like, yeah, me too. <laughs> I just feel like these things are designed to give you the outcome you want. Well, you saw, you know, was it the Ravens that signed the wide receiver? And then as soon as... They saw Crabtree get cut. They yeah, then they, failed they his. Failed his he failed his physical, and he's had some choice words to say about it. Look, the bottom line is he didn't play all last year because of these injuries. I, I believe it's his neck. I should have wrote it down. I believe it's his neck that yeah. is the issue, and that's never when you're a defense, when you're any football player, but especially a defensive end, neck issues. They're they're not good. You don't want that sort of issue. Neck so. and neck and spine yeah. missed the final twelve games of last year. Thirty two. Yeah. I, I think he's done. Yeah, I think this is the last we'll see of him. Uh, Carolina Panthers signed CJ Anderson, the ex-Denver Broncos running back to a one-year deal. No matter what you think of this, I guess it's hard to argue that it's not an upgrade of what they had last year. 100% an and upgrade. <laughs> CJ Anderson's been a very good player. CJ Anderson could give you nothing and it's still probably an upgrade. Yeah, Jonathan Stewart was awful last year and now he gets to play with Barkley at the Giants. That'll be fun for him. Um, I think it's just... Yeah, I, look, it's, it's, it's a great signing for them. He had 1,000 yards last year yep. at 4.1 a clip. Yep. On a pretty bad Denver Broncos team. On 245 attempts. So, who doesn't want a 1,000-yard rusher? 100%. I think, yeah, I think it's a great addition. What it does is it takes pressure off McCaffrey because you don't have to use him in the backfield as much. I think you'll see McCaffrey as a slot receiver and sometimes in the backfield on gadgety sorts of plays. They should, seriously, they should just get his Stanford tape out and work out how to use him. It, that stuff doesn't work as well in the NFL, Rich. I know it doesn't work as well, but... Take wrinkles of it. Like, he's a but talented player. McCaffrey had a sneaky, very good year last I'm year. I'm not saying he had a bad one like, by any stretch. Yeah. But... He's getting compared to Kamara. That's the problem. Yeah. When... Kamara's a different you know, player. Kamara could be one... completely different. Kamara might be the next best running back for 10 years in this league. He could be the next Le'Veon Bell. That's how good he was last year as an all-round player. McCaffrey wasn't that in the draft. He was a guy, he was a great receiving running back that could run between the tackles, but not that wasn't his strength. Uh, and he wasn't a great pass protector. Uh, Everyone re- knew that. And they reached up to get him anyway. Yeah, it was it was a bad pick so, at the time. It was a bit of a, yeah. But I guess CJ Anderson, he's going to add that strong bull-nosed running back who they can feed the ball to. Pretty good pass protector and pass catcher as well. Not as good as McCaffrey, but still pretty good. So it's a good all-round back. And as I said, anytime you add a thousand yard running back to your roster, I think you're a winner. He's only 27 or something like that. So he's not old at all. Yeah, well, he's in the middle of what? His second contract? Well, yeah. Sorry, he would have been in the middle of a second he, contract he if was, he didn't play running back. I think back. he was second year into his second contract. Yeah. So he's still quite young. Um, 
coming out of the Saints. Saints released tight end Kobe Fleener after two years with the team. This surprised me a little bit because he hasn't been bad there at all. I think he hasn't been good. And he was paying being paid a bit too much. And it's just one of those ones where you look down your roster and you say to yourself, do we need this slot? Mm. Probably not. No. And off you go. Yeah, they've got a few receivers there now. The real reason I put this in is because with the Jason Witten retiring now official in, at Dallas, I think he is a prime candidate, candidate to end up at Dallas. Very similar style play to Witten, nowhere near as good, but is a good blocker and a, a good in-line receiver. So well, could be a, a nice addition. He's a genuine tight end. Yes. He lines up at Y, he's, he's on the line. He's a Y. His yeah. hand is down and he's going to block. And I think most you know NFL teams and guys in the league will say it's easy to find an F. And what an F is, it's the old, it's the new school fullback. It's, old it's flank the guy position. that, yeah, he lines up at the wing. He lines up in the split, you know, the slightly split tight end. He lines up in the slot. They isolate him outside sometimes. You can find them everywhere. You just go find an X power forward from the college system, and that's basically your F. <laughs> Doesn't have to block much. All these blocks are kind of traps coming across the formation. The, the angle easier, blocks. yes, easier blocks. The true Y is a guy that lines up next to the tackle, hand in the ground. And he is going to block a defensive end if he has to. Now you don't want him to all the time, but if he does, you're not you're not thinking crap. He's not going to win this battle. It gives you a chance. They're the guys you don't find much anymore. No, and the, and depending on the system, blocking in a, a stretch zone or an outside zone system, the tight end is so important. And so when I say a tight end, I mean a real a tight why? end. Why? Because they've either so got to, important. Well, they've either got to try and hook the end if they line up tight, or wash to the sideline. And when you've got a big motherfucker that you've got to try and wash to the sideline, it's hard. It's a very hard yeah. role. Your, your, your responsibility is to set that edge. Now, there are ways around that. What a lot of teams do is they'll down block the tight end and get the tackle yeah. to kind of hook around and get the wash that way. Um, but ideally, in a in a pure stretch, you don't want to do that. You no. want everyone running and stretching that that field. Hence why it's called a stretch yeah, zone. Finding your, yeah, and then the back, wait for the carton, off he goes. 80, 100. So, yeah, that's basically what you want there. So, Kobe Flynn, I think he might not end up at the Cowboys. I think he'll definitely get signed pretty quickly. Uh, he'll be a good addition. But Saints clearly just don't feel like they need him. Uh, Earl Thomas. This might be nothing, but he hasn't attended voluntary workouts for the first time in his career. There are talks that it's a holdout and he doesn't want to... He's not going to... He doesn't. There was rumours all off-season he doesn't want to play for the Seahawks anymore. There were rumours last week we discussed that the Cow- they offered the Cowboys a second-round pick give us a second round pick and you get Earl Thomas and the Cowboys turned it down. I find that hard to believe because... I reckon they would have made that I trade. Jerry would have just been... Unless they'd locked him up and taken all his phones off him, I think that <laughs> deal would have been made. But yeah, apparently it was a second round pick for next year, not even this year. So I find it hard to believe they didn't take that. But there's something going on there. He's not happy. He's... I think he's over Pete Carroll, which happens, you know... A lot of people, and you'll know this more than anyone, Rich, with college college te- um, coaches, a lot of them, remember in college, a player's only going to be there a maximum of four years. Max. You can't, so get, the, you can't get a fifth year with a red shirt. With a red shirt. Yeah. So the message doesn't tend to get stale. Mm-hmm. If you're an intense sort of guy, guys like Harbrow, who's now at Michigan, Pete Carroll, who was at USC, now at the Seahawks, this is, you know, Earl Thomas has been there for seven, eight years. The message can get stale when you're a full-on guy like that. Um, I think a great example of it was who coached you guys that was out of Rutgers? Was it, 
was uh, Schiano? Schiano. Schiano, the one that was trying to blow guys up when they were taking knees and stuff like that. Yeah. That message was, I think he was there for three years. First couple of years, you guys won a bit. The message was great. Message got old very quickly. The players got sick of it. Mess- the message tends to get old when you're losing as well. Exactly. And I think, not that the, you know, this was the f- second time the Seahawks didn't make the playoffs under Pete Carroll. I'll give you, first off, these are all voluntary. Yes. So he doesn't have to go. But it's more that the he man, goes all the time. Yeah. He, he's not going for the first. If, if, if he'd never been before and he just isn't there, I'd be like, well, you, you don't have to go to him. Yeah. The fact that he the, always does, that's what is the, a, a story. The next thing is there'll be the mandatory veteran mini camps, which yeah. are coming up. If he misses all of that, he gets fined like 85 mil, uh, thousand, sorry, 85,000. He's on a four-year $40 million contract. He'll yeah. be he'll be there week one, hundred percent. Or he'll be dealt. Yeah, yeah. But it'll it'll be resolved before that payment comes, because either they'll deal him, he'll, or he will yeah. realize he needs to get paid and he'll turn up. He'll be there in camp. Yes, hundred percent. He, he's not even going to take the camp fines. He no. he might skip that mandatory mini camp. When you think about it, like but, what's that? Two weeks. They they're going to go for two weeks. If they don't, they don't get they don't get paid eighty five grand. Man, I'd rock up for two weeks. <laughs> Seems like a no brainer for me. Um, the last news story we've got, Matt Ryan signs. Monster Deal is now the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. Um, these quarterbacks are just playing jump rope over the top of each other all the time. I don't have a problem with it. I think Matt Ryan's a really good quarterback. You have to pay for these guys. Of course you do. Jimmy Groppo is the second highest paid player in the NFL and he started five games. Yep. Uh, Derek, Derek Carr's never played a playoff game. He's the third highest paid. Andrew Luck hasn't played for an entire season. He's the third highest paid. Joe Flacco was the fifth highest paid until a few months ago. At least he won a Super Bowl. And he won a Super Bowl and has done nothing since. So I don't think, I think when you're the Falcons, you can't afford to lose a quarterback. Um, and if you think Kirk Cousins got, what, three years, $87 million, something all guaranteed in the open market, what does Matt Ryan get if he hits the open market? These guys don't hit the open market. No. It, well, it's it. It was everyone was shocked that Kirk Cousins hit the open market. Like yeah, really, like and, the and Redskins it, fucked that, and he had to be tagged twice. Yeah, the the, to, the Redskins by everyone's opinion now is that the Redskins stuffed that up, and they should have just signed him to a, a long term deal after after that good year he has as, had as a starter. Sorry, my mic just slipped then. Um, but yeah, it, look, I don't think anyone could have a problem with this deal. No, not at all. Um, can I add one more? I know, yes. I, have, I know I haven't been here a long time. No, 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 no. We to, look, we'll talk Did about this Did you see uh, Ben Roethlisberger's comments? Oh, you know what? I actually wanted this all the time. <laughs> so glad you brought this up. Let me just start by saying, what a fuckwit. <laughs> and then he makes out, oh, no, it's because I don't want the other backups to feel like they're getting replaced. Fuck off, Roethlisberger. You were worried about no, okay. purely can, can yourself. We, can we dial this back a bit? For those who have no idea what you're talking about. He's a dickhead. The Pittsburgh no, Steelers drafted uh, Mason Rudolph, quarterback out of Oklahoma State. I think a steal in the third round. Like Probably. Third round. And Roethlisberger was on local radio. Uh, hang on, it says here. He was on 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. And he said he was a little surprised that the Steelers drafted Rudolph in the third round. Now, let's just stop there for a second. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger, every week, is telling you about how hurt he is, how he, wants to retire. how he wants to retire, and how he plays through injuries. He's been saying that for three years. And then he's surprised 
that they draft his replacement? What do you expect, man? You've been threatening to retire for two plus years, probably more. And then that part of it, I'm like, you're a complete hypocrite. Pump the brakes. Like, that's ridiculous. Now, as for helping him get better, I wouldn't do that either. I'm not going to groom my replacement. Kiss my ass. No, see, I think in in other elements of work, yes. If someone was coming in as a replacement for my job, I'd be like, yeah, fuck you, work it out yourself. But this is a team. No, 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 this no. This is a team that's paid him a lot of money over the years. No, kiss my and ass, it's no man. threat to take his job. How do you know? Well, because he won't. There is nothing to say Roethlisberger, he misses games every single year. You reckon a bit of a Dak Scott Romo deal? He, he comes in and plays great. Yeah. You would never have said at the start of that year, Romo would have been under any threat. To lose his job. To lose his job. No, probably not. None at all. You would have said no chance. He's there. Three years, get groomed, and maybe he'll be good. Also, the way that Tony Romo behaved in that made me think a lot higher than him than of someone like Roethlisberger. And clearly Roethlisberger doesn't Romo care. Romo ended what... his own career by yeah. helping him. Yeah, but clearly Roethlisberger doesn't care about what people think of him. Um, I wouldn't care either. Leg- oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't like it. If, if I'm, you know, the starting quarterback. If, of if any that's the team, case, don't help him, but shut your mouth and don't don't say. Oh it on yeah, the radio. don't carry on about it's, it. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah you just don't do it. Because how's that going to help the kid? No, you just do it, Favre. And that, you, and that yeah, the thing. You, you, you just, just don't you just, help. You just don't help. And by all reports, Favre and Rogers were actually quite friendly. But yeah, but he didn't Favre help just, him. Favre just set the deal that you know what, you're here to replace me. I'm not going to help you replace me. Yeah. And he went, okay, that's fine. And then it created a competitive edge. Whatever. It is what it is. It worked out pretty good for the Green Bay Packers anyway. But you don't go on live radio and say, oh, no, I thought I didn't agree with it. And then try and disguise it by saying, I feel bad for the backups. You feel bad for you. The fact you're standing there saying that you don't like it, it's not about the backups. You don't care. You know they're no good. That's why they drafted him. You're threatened by him and what he can do. And yeah, fine. Don't don't help him. Who cares? Do what you want. But as a team, if you're on a team and that's the job you've got, shut the fuck up and don't talk about it on the radio. It's not a good look for anyone, including him. And one more thing I want to set for the record. Ben Roethlisberger is not a rapist. <laughs> All the people out there that have said, oh, and he raped someone. He never raped anyone ever in his life. He flashed his doodle to a few women. He was which, big on that in which his is wrong. days. Don't get me wrong. It's It's wrong. Let's not go around calling, especially the Aussie NFL Connection Group. He's not a rapist, guys. He never raped anyone. Um, before you run those sorts of comments, maybe look into it a bit. And I know because I've made that mistake once before with Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm pretty sure you told me. I did. You said he wasn't. So be careful what you say. Uh, we'll have a quick break, and then we'll get into Jared Stanton's Top 10 Quarterbacks article. Hi, guys. J.A. here. Make sure you all head over to our Patreon page and sign up. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash the vault studio. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash the vault studio. For only $5 a month, you can receive a bonus podcast and help support the studio so we can continue to bring you all of our great podcasts and content. Enjoy the show. Just touching on the Patreon, Richie, I know you've listened to the Josh Jenkins interview I did. Um, please go and sign up for that, guys. You won't regret it. Josh Jenkins, absolutely outstanding. It's fantastic. Yeah, he's absolutely outstanding. Um, people who don't know, he's the full forward for the Adelaide Crows in the AFL, Australian Football League. Um, he also played NBL 
um, the Australian Basketball League. He toured America in the Australian team as a junior, uh, and he's a massive NFL fan. Oh, sorry. My beer, oh, okay my beer almost, you know when you try not to burp and then it like explodes your chest? Sorry. Um, you're going to project a vomit no, at me it was just my chest was about to explode. Uh, but yeah, seriously, head to patreon.com forward slash the vault studio. Sign up for it. $5 a month, guys. It's the cost of a coffee. It's nothing. And then it goes towards me providing, sorry, us providing more content for you, more articles. Uh, more interviews with you know sports stars like Josh Jenkins. So go there, sign up, have a listen, and I'd love to hear everyone's feedback. Um, as per content, as for content, I should say, we're going to get into uh, an article that was written <laughs> written today by our chief NFL writer Jared Stanton. Um, Jared, I'm going to be pretty blunt with you here. You've copped a bit of bounce, <laughs> a bit of a uh, bit of bit of a negative feedback on this, which. As any writer does, you're going to have to get used to this. Um, Richie, hit me with your thoughts because I know you've got a pretty strong feeling about a few people. Actually, should I run through the top 10 quarterbacks first? Yeah, why not? (laughs) God. Jared, why have you done this to yourself? All right, so number 10, we have Jimmy Garoppolo. Number nine, we have Drew Brees. Sorry, this is titled the NFL's top 10 10 quarterbacks. Yeah. Just full stop. So I think it's designed of looking looking into next season. These are the top 10. Similar to the top 10 list we do. Um, so we've got Jimmy... Except those are good. <laughs> can't, don't be rude. We've got Jimmy Garoppolo at 10. Drew Brees at 9. Ben Roethlisberger at 8. So far, not, it's not that bad. Uh, Russell Wilson at 7. A bit low. Carson Wentz at 6. Really low. Matthew Stafford at five. Way too high. Tom Brady at four. Too low. I don't want to say this one. Case Keenum at three. Couldn't start for my fantasy team. Case Case Keenum is the third best quarterback in the league going into next year. At two, Aaron Rodgers. That's wrong too. And at one, if you wonder, well, if Aaron Rodgers is at two, it must be like Cam Newton at one or something like that. No, it's um, Alex Smith of the Washington football, football team. team. <laughs> uh, I don't know where to start. Let me. I'm going to start by saying, Jared, I appreciate your articles and I appreciate you putting your opinions out there. And nothing that we say here is a personal attack because I think you do a very good job for us and just need to get that out there first. But Case Keenum at number three, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought we were gonna go easy. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. That's, that's, it's. It was a unicorn year. No, uh, Richard, <laughs> I can't talk about it. I don't like. Let's just look at omissions from the list. Andrew Luck. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll handle the omissions. Okay. Deshaun Watson. Ching. Cam Newton. Dick. Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. They're probably the most obvious ones. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I wouldn't kill him if it's off the list. But if Kirk, if Case Keenum and Alex Smith are on the list, Kirk Cousins on the list. Yeah. Like, let's not forget, Washington have gone scrambling to get Alex Smith because they lost Kirk Cousins. Like, Case Keenum, it's almost as bad as having Blake Bortles on it. Yeah. And you're having him at three. If he was 10, I'd be like... 
Yeah, you're you're projecting maybe it wasn't just a unicorn year. Maybe Denver's going to be his spot where he develops and turns into a superstar. Like, look, he's... Um, He's got all his reasonings in there, and the article's very, very like, well, written. well written. Everyone but should go to it and have a read and get some opinion. The, the, the biggest thing for me, and someone who's watched a lot of football, guys like Case Keenum don't ever repeat this. They just don't. In all his time, yeah, and, and he had yeah handfuls of starts here and handfuls of starts there, but he's never looked like this kind of guy before. Like, he just hasn't. If you look back through all these, even if you just take ratings, for example, like he was 98 point something last year. Mm. He'd never had one. He'd had like one in the 80s before that, and then all the rest were in the 70s. I know it was his first opportunity to probably be a starter, but like this is this will not be repeated. And also... He's on another team. Yeah, it's a massive change. It's such a huge change on an offense that was pretty ordinary last year. There's not a lot of skilled players there to help him be better. He has to drive that engine. Like, he's in the driver's seat and he has to drive it. In Minnesota, I, he had so much more around him. Yeah. If nothing else, the O-line for starters. Yeah, Denver's O-line's not great. Uh, look, I'm putting it out there and I'm happy if I'm wrong to Jared can... Fucking chain me to a tree and beat the crap out of me. Do we all get to? No, just Jared. No. There is no way Case Keenum is the third ranked quarterback in the league this year. No chance. And none. Do you know what? Alex Smith being the first, it's it's a it's a jump, don't get me wrong. But halfway through the season last year, he was MVP. This is another thing. He's on another team. I know. Who isn't as good. You look at the skilled players Alex Smith had around him yeah. last year versus the skilled players who are going to be around him this year. It's chalk and cheese. Yeah. If he puts up the same numbers as he did last year, yeah. he'll win the MVP. Yeah. Because that's how much be- how much worse the talent is at Washington versus KC's skilled players. Okay, so let's just say we both think, just being blunt... Watson, luck. What Watson's the difference when Watson ran that team versus when any other quarterback ran that team? Mate, the was difference was night and day. Yeah, he put up forty-five points on, on Seattle. everybody. On Seattle, go back and look. It was on everybody. Yeah. He was that seven he week, broke, whatever it was. I think he had seven starts. He was the only quarterback to throw that many. He, th- he threw twenty-two touchdowns in six weeks. He was insane. It, it's so arguably he the most has to be on there. The I impressive think, performance. I think Cam I've Newton seen. has to be on there. I think just from his skill set point of view, he's always going to be a top ten quarterback in this league. It, and also a guy that you haven't mentioned that I think's gone under the radar, Philip Rivers. Yeah, I love Philip Rivers. Like I'd have Philip Rivers. I had Matty Ice. And the thing with Philip Rivers, like, like you're telling me you're going to take a Philip Rivers, you're not going to take him over. Okay. You know, a, 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 a Keenum or a. Here's what I'll do. We've got. Right, or so Stafford, we to, Stafford's not the fifth best quarterback. Stafford might, Stafford, no Stafford for me, it'd be around nine or ten. And we'll do our top ten quarterback list at some point as well. Um, I think he's probably around the ten mark for me. Maybe just in, maybe just out. I don't know. If I said pick Case Keenum or Philip Rivers, who are you picking? Rivers. Smith or Rivers? Smith. S- you take Alex Smith over Rivers? Oh, sorry. You said over Keenum. No, no, no. Sorry. No, over, over Smith, you pick Rivers? No, I'd want, Alec- Riv- I'd want Rivers. Alex, yeah, you want Rivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Cam Newton or either Smith or River or Keenum. I'd take Newton. Yeah. It's and it's not even you don't even come close to thinking about it. No. So look his skill set I understand Cam Newton's skill set. If he had Jesus, even if he had my attitude versus with his skill set. Yeah. Your attitude's pretty crummy too. But still better than his. An exceptional football player. He won MVP. Yeah. So was Matt Ryan. Yeah. There were Yeah, where's two, Matt Ryan? There are two players on this list that have won MVPs. Like Yeah. I don't even know if Roethlisberger's on my top ten going into this year. Nah, he's probably not on mine. Maybe just? Nah, probably not. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, and that's the thing. Jared, this is your opinion, and I respect that 100%. I think on our private group, Chipper had a very good comment. Note, if you have a differing opinion to this article and list, don't be a flog and rip into the author. Everyone has an opinion. Let's respect him without resorting to a pissing contest. Pretty well said by our man Chipper there. Um, and I don't think... I, I just... I don't know how you have two, MV, two pass MVPs off. As a, if it's an opinion piece... That's fine. If that's your opinion on teams, don't use stats and analytics to back you up when other guys have better stats and analytics, if that makes sense. Well, anyone can find a stat to back up an argument. Like You just can. I just like to use the eye test. Yes. Like Deshaun Watson, for example. I know I'm carrying on. (laughs) He's going to be in the top five for me. First off, I was so wrong on him. I cannot explain how wrong I was on him. I didn't hammer him like you did, but we were both pretty wrong. That... Seven game stretch. I think he came into the, one of those games, but he started six of them. And pretty then sure, got, he and then got six. hurt halfway through the last one. Yeah, uh, yep. So he's probably, he's probably played six Pretty games example. total. He threw nineteen touchdowns. He rushed for two more. He had ju- he was a yard short of seventeen hundred yards passing in that period. Like I know he didn't have an explosive percent um, completion percentage, but he was getting the ball down the. F- there was a Will Fuller sighting for six weeks. Mm. Like, oh, remember him? <laughs> He's electric and gets down the field when someone can throw it to him. Yeah. It was just... I think... And, yeah, I think... and, and I think he went three and three. Like, he didn't... It's not like he won them all. Like, uh, I'm pretty I sure he was remember. three and three as a starter. Yeah. His... They were, they were making playoffs. If he doesn't it was hurt. one of the most impressive runs. If he plays the whole season, uh, if he, like, from when he started, played the whole year... He wins Offensive Rookie of the Year in oh, by miles a run. Like no one is even. He would get every single vote. Alvin Kamara wouldn't have even been a blimp on his radar, no. and that's how. And Alvin Kamara was that good, and he wouldn't have even been a blimp. No. Um, I, I guess all in all, this article terrifically written. Read. Don't just look at the list and say, "Oh, why is he there?" Read what Jared's wrote because his his explanation, whether you agree with his opinion or not. He has evidence to back what his opinion is. So that's the first thing. The only real massive issue I have with this is Case Cam and Alex Smith being on it. They're the only massive yeah. issues I have. And they're both in and, the top three. And I think, yes. And I think the fact that you probably have Cam Newton, Watson, Philip Rivers. What do you think of Wentz? He had him at six. Would you have you pushed him up? I might have had him at five. It's one of the more impressive rookie seasons I've ever Honestly, seen. Honestly, or well, second year anyway. But As I would have. I know what you mean. Yeah. I would have taken Stafford off my list and probably bumped everyone up, left Garoppolo at 10, then everyone, maybe Roethlisberger off. Yeah, and, I'd then, leave him and then I probably would have slotted, honestly, Rodgers would have been number one for me. Br- um, Brady would have been number two. Yep. And I'd have Watson probably at three or four. And then Philip Rivers later, 
And that's it. I, I, I where, don't, where I, I, put... I'd have to look in depth into it to see where I'd leave these guys. But River, um, Matthew Seven might make my list once I put it all together. But off the top of my head, probably up the top end, not fifth in the league. Where would you have someone like Russell Wilson? About where he is, I think. I think six or seven is probably fair. I think when you really look at it, he was eighty. 8% of their offense or something last yeah, year. Yeah, but they, they didn't win a lot and he was bad in some games. He was horrible in a couple of them. Yeah. But horribly. his skill set is borders on unmatched in the league. Off the top of my and, head. And, and you know, I can't stand him. No, <laughs> he's insufferable. I'd probably go Rogers, Brady, <sighs> uh, Watson, Cam Newton, Luck, probably Wilson over Luck. Carson Wentz around six, my, well, yeah. I, I'd probably it'd be. I'd have to sit down and actually do it, which I will. But my biggest concern with Luck is injuries. We don't know if he's going to play. He still hasn't thrown a football yet. I mean, I so if, if if that's why he has him off that list, I can no argument. It's, I took it's hard huge, to argue that. I took a huge chance last year in our preseason rankings, mm. putting them last and banking on him being injured for the whole year. Yeah, and it delivered. He's still not throwing footballs. Still not throwing footballs. Yeah. Th- this this could be let me, something that we talk about oh, this is years be, down the track and, and go. God, last can, can year we were kind of like got injured. Last year we were like, oh, he's 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 gonna play. He, he's he's gonna play. Don't don't stress. Now it's the same story again after not playing all last year. It's the you, same. It's, it's hard to be confident and be like, yeah, you know, he'll be fine. He'll come back. Before we wrap this up, I just want to leave you with. A a little quote. As a pure individual, there was simply no better passer than the newly aggressive Alex Smith that we saw saw play last year. I'll leave everyone on that note. Jared, thank you for the article, mate. If you want to head to that, head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au. It'll be up there. Please have a read of it. It is very good. What's the matter? How long have we been going for? How come? Uh, 38 minutes, why? They released the NFL 2018 <sighs> over-under win totals. Oh, yeah, okay. For next year. Do you, want, do you want to have a look at these? Yeah, for sure. we got time. Ah, excellent. Um, Richie's betting corner, back again. It is just about back again. Last year, for those who don't know, a couple of the ones I hit on, I was just so full of myself because I was so happy I'd got them right. Then a couple of ones I got wrong on were really, really bad. Mm. So, I think I had the Browns winning five games, but that doesn't matter. That was their over-under. What I'm looking at this year, 2018 win totals. You ready? I'm going to start at the top. Yes. Gut feelings over-unders. Okay. Arizona Cardinals, five and a half wins. Under. They won eight last year. Atlanta Falcons, nine and a half wins. They won 10 last year. I like the under there. Baltimore Ravens, I know where you're going here. Eight and a half. Under. They won nine last year. Unless Flacco gets cut. Buffalo Bills. Six and a half. Over, just. I actually think that one's bang on the number. If you're a Bills fan, you want to bet that, you'll be riding that all the way to week seven. It'll be fun. Carolina Panthers, eight and a half. Over. They won 11 last year. I like that. I really like that. Chicago Bears, six and a half. Over. They won five last year. Cincinnati, five and a half. They won seven last year. Under. Yeah, I think they could be... Terrible. Or they could be really good. You never know with them. The Cleveland Browns. Under. Four and a half wins. They won none last year. Shit, that's so hard. Over. They have to go over. 
I'll bet I'll be betting over. Surely Baker can. And I hate Baker. We all can't hate, stand him. We all hate Baker. Uh, I Dal- bet I bet you he'll be good. Probably. Yeah, just to really rub my really nose in. That way I'm wrong two years in a row. He'll be good. Uh, Dallas Cowboys, eight and a half wins. Push. Yeah, it's, it's bang <laughs> on. That hard. one is bang on. I'll go over. Denver Broncos. Under. Seven and a half. Under. If you like the under there, you can bet that big. Who's their quarterback again? I'm not sure. Case Keenum. Apparently he's the third best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not liking that. I'm not liking that at all. Detroit Lions, seven and a half. They won nine over. games last I think year. over. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. I don't know. I just don't buy them. Tough division. Green Bay Packers, 10 and a half. They won seven last year. Their over-under last year was 11 and a half. I bet the under on that. Bet it big. And obviously it? it paid. Yeah. But I, I like the under again. I can't. You get the just under, Rodgers just has to be hurt. He's only got to miss two games and they miss. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to take the... I honestly wouldn't bet it, but I'd have to take the over. Uh, Houston Texans, nine and a half over. wins. If Watson's healthy, man, they ten, are. Ten wins is a lot of wins in a season. Indianapolis, six and a half. That one will purely... If you think Andrew Luck's going to play, bet over now. Yeah, and if, if you if don't, don't bet just under. take the under. Yeah. Because six and a half, that's... If Andrew Luck's your starting quarterback, that's eight. He'll, yeah. he'll get seven wins. Absolutely, I think he gets. I think he's had eight wins every year he started. So interesting one, Jacksonville Jaguars, nine and a half over. They're gonna be very good. I think they're probably the most talented roster in the NFL, mm, but their quarterback, quarterback is the most unreliable. But they've added very Norwell at guard. That's I don't think people understand how big addition that is to that running game. Who they had at quarterback. Blake Bortles. Nothing's changed. No. Kansas City Chiefs, seven and a half wins. Over. I'm they back, won 10 I'm back last in, year. Backing in Mahomes. I'm not, I'd take the under there. LA Chargers, nine and a half. The most talented <sighs> bad team in the NFL. That's so hard. For the record, would not bet it because I would not. so unreliable. I wouldn't touch the next one either, which Over. is the LA Rams, which is also nine and a half. I wouldn't want any piece Over of Over for the Rams, man. The Rams are going to be good. They can't not be good. I, no. I don't, how do they fail with the guys they've added? I don't know. I don't, I Bad locker room, it. it all implodes. Yeah. That's the, only thing, that's the only thing you can hope for. I don't know. Here's one. Miami Dolphins, five and a half. Under. Way gonna, under. Unless Tannehill turns into some sort of superstar. Minnesota Vikings, ten and a half. Do you believe? I don't like betting on anyone for over 10 wins. I don't like over 10s either. I'll take unders because the chances of them going, having a bad year is way outweighs them redoing what they did last year. Remember, six teams, six different teams in the NFC made playoffs last year. And on average, six teams total miss out. Swap. Swap, yep. So that's a lot of teams. Someone's going to have to drop. That's what I tend to, uh, until everyone know, I tend to bet. Unders way more. I, yeah. I rarely and, bet and they overs. might win ten games and make playoffs, but oh, I don't know. Betting them to win eleven games that's that's, yeah. a, that's a lot of wins. They're gonna have ten. You get the under and you get a win. It is very hard. Plus you the ro- the you're way football set up, eleven wins is very hard because you got to beat your division. You got to sweep your division pretty much. Patriots are also ten and a half. I'd take over for that. I mean, they can win twelve games. Belichick because coaching well, the division sucks. There's six wins. Yeah, they pass halfway. Uh, the Saints are eight and a half over. Yeah, yeah, I like the over there too. Yeah, they won 11 games last year. Yeah. Here's one that I think is just free money. New York Giants, seven and a half. Under. They, they won three last year. Yeah, they're back. Yeah, I'm taking under. Give me the unders. Yeah. Uh, Jets, six and a half. 
over. I think they'll win probably eight, seven or eight games. It's a big good year for them if they do. I think Darnold's going to be really good. Well, now that we don't believe in Buffalo or uh, Miami. Miami at the moment. No. Well, Buffalo, I said about the same, seven or eight wins. So, yeah. Uh, Oakland Raiders, eight and a half. Under new head coach, Chuck E. Cheese. My heart says over, but my head's telling me under. I just I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know how that offense is going to run. Philly Eagles, ten and a half. Over. I think they're going to be very good again. Steelers, ten and a half. Under. Ooh, I think the Steelers are going to drop. There's an issue with Levy and Bell. I think. I don't know. That D hasn't really improved. They lost Ryan Shazier, which was. It's a big loss. It's, it's a, a very huge good loss. It's a good player. San Francisco 49ers. This will be the most bet on the board. Eight and a half. Over. Yeah. I reckon everyone's going to bet that over. Yeah. Seattle Seahawks, eight and a half. Under. The run is over. They've added nothing to help Russell Wilson. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, six and a half. Over. I'd oh God, I hope so. Or under and Dirk Cutter's fired, so you win either way. <laughs> I win either way. Everyone does. Tennessee Titans, seven and a half. Over. I think it'll be good. Mariota's going to click. Know. It could be a tough division. That is a tough division with Houston. I think I've had Houston and Jacksonville yeah. over as well. Washington racial slurs. Under. Five and a half. Under. <laughs> Fuck them. Hate them. Interesting. These, obviously, you can... That's all of them. You can get value. As you I get like, closer love to the, the 49ers. season, but there's there's a couple in there that are going to be bet big. If I can give you some hints on these things to watch for, yes, Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Yes. Does the team you're betting on have one, and how many do they go up against? Look through your schedules. That is one of the biggest tells of how a team's going to perform. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. There you go. So, yeah, take a look if you like them. Did that literally just drop then? Uh, it was recently. It was after the draft. Yeah, cool. Let me just see. Always good to say. I think I'll um I'll be going the over on 49ers pretty early before that money drops. Article I'm looking at came out yesterday. Yeah, okay. Because um, oh, I love I love the Niners with Garoppolo and Shanahan. Patriots, the other one, they have won 11 or more games in 13 of their past 15 seasons. Take the over. What are they paying? The over. Does that what they're paying? Uh, it won't be much. It'd be like a dollar twenty-five. <laughs> You'd have to bet big, and then if Brady gets hurt, you're screwed. Hang on, let me find it. No, no, you get a dollar fifty for it. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, a couple of G's on it. Yeah, why not? A couple of gold coins, I mean, by G's. Let's get it out of the offset account. <laughs> Bang, done. Uh, Richie, thanks for coming back, mate. Appreciate it. You'll be in next week as well, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'll cover him again. Don't, mate. When did you get back? In the week after, I'm out then to preseason. Okay, that's fair. Is that fair? G- give me next week, and you can. Summer's you can, terrible, man. Give me There's next week, nothing and I'll, to talk uh, about in summer. Give all, me, remember, all we talk about is summer. In America. I will be. Yeah. So I can report live from mm. camp. Um, summer's just the worst. It's nothing but DUIs now, and suspensions. Just terrible. so everyone is aware, now till training camp starts is the the slow time in the NFL post draft. Well, po- um, post-draft, they'll have the rookie mini camps this week. Most will have vet mini camps next week or the week after. And then everybody's gone until training camp. Yeah, yeah about a three-week break, I think, when Something training camp like starts. That. And basically, the only news that's going to come are guys yeah. getting re-signed, which is good news, or guys D- blowing their knees or... Yeah, D- DUIs and assaults. Yeah, it's um, so it's not a, not a great time for happy news. 
Richie, thanks for being here. Everyone, make sure you like, rate, subscribe. Follow us on Facebook at The Vault Studio. Sign up to our Patreon account, patreon.com.com. <laughs> that happened? <laughs> that happened. Patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. Uh, sign up. I must be thinking of Josh Jenkins, that's why. Sign up for our... Uh, Patreon five dollar a month account the MVP package and uh, you can hear that art hear that interview I'm all I'm all flustered yeah, right. I've lost it and it's play the outro you can hear that interview with Josh Jenkins uh, thanks everyone for listening. <laughs>